Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter. Joining me as always is Tara and we are going to talk about The Twilight Zone Season 2 Episode 9. It's called The Trouble with Templeton. So full spoilers for the episode as always. And once again we're going to start not talking about the episode itself but about the the, 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 the quality of the, the, uh, the, the visual quality. Because we spent so much time last episode talking about the downgrade because it was shot on tape. Not much to say in this one. Don't worry, we're not going to talk about it too much. Just to say that I, I expected all six of the taped episodes, the videotape episodes in a row, and that's not the case. They were shot in a row, but because they aired them in this order, they're not actually in order. So this episode's actually shot in film again, so it looks you know good, it looks fine. It looks yeah, like it looks that. good. Looks like the other episodes. Uh, it does mean, though, that now I'm going to be on edge. Like for, in, Until we've had all six of the bad-looking episodes, I'm going to be like, oh, is the next one going to be one of them? Is the next one going to be one of them? Is it going to look like shit? Yeah. Uh, so a, a lot I imagine of... they were probably all pretty close to each other. Like, maybe they just didn't air them in order that they shot them. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter that they aired them in a different order they shot them, because it's an anthology, so, I mean, who cares? But... Uh, no, yeah. Th- 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 this is literally the only time it'll matter because I'm on edge now. Like, is the next one going to look like crap, or is it going to look like you know good? Like most of the episodes. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep you apprised of the situation as we mm-hmm. as we continue. Uh, so this episode's about an actor, an, an aging actor who's you know uh, getting old now. He's married a younger woman, but he's reminiscing. He's he's got his first day of rehearsals on a new play, and he's kind of reminiscing about his old wife who died years ago. He's feeling very down in the down in the dumps. He goes in for this new edition. He's worried that he, you know, he doesn't have it anymore. He's, he's not remembering his lines. Uh, the new hotshot, you know, actors and the director are kind of like, you know, edging him on, and he's he's wanting to get in there. And he kind of does. Uh, it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of that early episode, um, Walking Distance, where he kind of goes into yeah, a, a part, a past part of his life. Uh, so I mean, it's a little bit different in the sense that instead of going to himself when he was a kid, it's more he shows up in a previous part of his life, you know, back when his wife was alive and he was at his peak of his acting career in the, in the 1920s. And, he, you know, he, he, basically he comes out of the theatre and he's he's back in the 20s and he's like, oh, sh-, you know, I'm in 1927. And he goes to this old, like, this hideout because this was during the, you know, Prohibition. And he goes to find his young wife is there and, uh, like, he tries to, he's, he's you know, he's, he's mesmerised that he can see his wife again and that he's trying to talk to her. Uh and of course, there's a, an ultimate lesson at the end and kind of, you know, when he eventually comes, because at the end of the episode, he does come back to present day and it kind of had a purpose uh, and it was kind of all about letting him actually sort of live his role and it was it was like his past life and the memory of his loved ones was helping him, like, be a good actor still. And so it was kind of about the dangers of nostalgia, but in, the, in a weird way, it was kind of like how the strength of the people that you've you've lost can still be with you as well. It was kind of a positive beat to it as well by the end of the episode. Uh, how did you feel about this episode, Tara? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I like the um, performance. It's not exactly a new story. Um, it's a lot like Walking Distance. It's a lot like a lot of the first season of reminiscing about older times. But, I, I mean, it's still done in a, in a new perspective of, um, like, an actor. We've seen that before, too, but... Yeah. <laughs> Of like an, an actor who is is having a show put on for him instead, even, you know. Even an aging actor. I mean, like episode like three or four, of the you know season one was uh the the, you know, the old one, sixteen millimeter yeah, shine. Yeah, yeah. So we've even <laughs> yeah, it, it does kind of feel like a mixture of like three different episodes we've already had. Yeah, it's that one <laughs> and the one actor who's who, who's he thinks his life is the character, which we were really positive on that one. Yeah, that, that, that's uh, the best of the three, I think for sure. 
out of these mm. uh, these episodes. And, and this one, even even though it's kind of different circumstances, is very much he ends up in his role kind of thing. I mean, we don't know that at first, right. but by the end, that's kind of revealed, like, all the lines. Because it feels like he's, his wife's being kind of mean to him. It feels like his old friends are being mean to him. And at first, it kind of feels like, oh, he doesn't fit anymore because he's got old. And, you know, it, it has this kind of negative tangent to it. But I do, I do have to critique the episode. One, because it does feel a little bit derivative of previous episodes. I don't think it's as enjoyable as those previous episodes. No, it doesn't have that edge to it. It's, it's well enough paced, but it doesn't have kind of the spark yeah. to it. And But my biggest critique of it, though, is that when he comes back at the end and he's, he walks back through the door and he's back on the, the, you know, the, 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 the stage or the, the backstage of this, this, this place for rehearsals, and he looks at his script and he reads the lines and it's the lines that the, the, the people in his life, you know, his, his wife and his old best friend were saying to him. And he, he says out loud, oh, they were helping me. They weren't, you know, they weren't like, they weren't being mean were to acting. me. They were acting yeah. to help me with my lines so that I know what I'm doing to keep me, you know, to keep, keep me on top of my game. They were, they, you know, the memory of these people were helping me. My critique of that is that one, he, you know, he's, he's blatantly saying what the point of the episode is. But mm-hmm. my bigger critique of it is not just that he's blatantly saying it, is that I feel like if he didn't say it, I don't think I would have gotten it. And I think that's uh, that's an indictment of the episode. Yeah, because I was a little confused too. There is a moment in it where he leaves and then the camera stays on all the people that he was around and mm-hmm. it fades to black, like the lights cut out. Everyone goes still and it's silent and then the lights go out, like like a play. Like, yeah. Oh wonder what that's all about <laughs> yeah and i agree like if he didn't say it i might not have made the connection either but it's still like it's still pretty decent i think the the lead performer is really good in it well mm. everyone's pretty good in it but to be honest but you know if, if he wasn't that strong of an actor i don't know if it would have been an easy watch yeah um, i mean like i say, i think that's my biggest problem with it is that the, the point of the episode i don't even think i would have gotten if he hadn't spelled it out to me at the end but the fact that yeah which is unfortunate because you don't yeah. really want them because, because you don't really... i was thinking that the uh the, the message was going to be very different because like, yeah, he's was... going back to this memory and then the memory is turning on him a bit like how we romanticize things yeah at, you know, I, I was ex- i was expecting this the, the, the danger of nostalgia maybe the message would be that he has to be a new version of himself he, he can't rely on the past he has to be who he is now kind of thing uh, and it wasn't quite yeah. that it was more about how the strength of these people that you've left behind because I, I would argue that this one's less about nostalgia in a weird way because it's more about the people that he's lost as opposed to just yeah, the time more about love lost yeah. Yeah, it's not just his wife that he sees who's dead. You know, he sees friends from the past too, yeah. who have been dead in a long time. Yeah, so it's it's, a, it's it's got like a positive, and I like I like because you know, a lot of Twilight Zone episodes do have a kind of a, a negative sort of tone to them because it's like this darker part of the human psyche. This is kind of got more of an uplifting thing by the end where he's kind of regains who he is and he's like, yeah, no, I'm still who I am, damn it, and I'm going to do this job. Um, mm-hmm. but because I ask this, because I, I sometimes you know I'll criticize an episode of this or I'll criticize a movie or whatever because they'll spell something out and I'll I'll be mad because I'm like no I got it you you you're, you're almost you're making me yeah f- trust trust me to get it yeah. to figure it out like you're making me almost annoyed because you don't trust me when I've clearly gotten what you've already said to me it's almost cheapening it a little bit this is even worse than that because it's like. No, if you hadn't spelled it out, I wouldn't have got it, which tells me that you didn't actually do your job. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. You know, the script didn't do its job or whatever to to give it to me. So uh, so that's a, that's a bit of a complaint. But I do agree that it's actually very watchable because the cast are good, because it's, you know, it's relatively well directed. I think all the problems come from the script because the script doesn't really get its point across without him just blatantly saying it to us. <laughs> like, here, this right. is what it was. <laughs> 
but he, he regains his confidence. You know, he insists that he be called Mister uh, Templeton, not just Templeton. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, the uh, the actor who's like yelling at him. Uh, you know, to, well, the first day of rehearsal, the first day of rehearsals is the most important day in the life cycle of a play. Uh, as a famous actor director, of course, I said the Pollock. Um, yeah, that was kind of cool. Who interesting? Because you you said because you were you were you were watching this more or less the same time, but you were a little bit ahead, and you text me mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, it's the famous director in this." What's funny is that I actually have never seen any of the movies he's directed, but I have really? seen. Really. But I have seen him act in several things. I've seen him be in episodes of TV shows. I've seen him be in movies. So I know him more as an actor. But obviously he has, you know, he did Tootsie, he did, he did as a condor. I've not seen these movies though. Oh, yeah. I've seen Tootsie. I've, I I really like Sabrina. Can you tell this episode of Twilight Zone <laughs> is not that interesting? Because we have tangented into talking about all the connections to other things. I mean, it's not a bad episode at all. I think it's going to, I don't think it's going to make either of our lists no. best or worst. <laughs> I think it's going to go pretty in the middle. Yeah, it, just because we've seen the story before it's perfectly fair it doesn't add anything new to the story which we say we've seen multiple times by this point that yeah. there's nothing to really kind of like really commend and like you know, the acting's fine the direction's fine everything about it is fine it is a typical it, 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 this is basically the sort of Twilight Zone episode that it feels like okay they mm-hmm. had to fill out their episode order number and this was one they just kind of churned out and it's fine there's nothing wrong with it Except for the, the complaint I had, because that, that is a genuine complaint, but with the, you know, spelling out the thing, because otherwise you wouldn't get it. But, like, you know, like it's, it's okay. It's perfectly watchable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, anyway, uh, Rod Selling did appear at the end of the episode to tell us about the next time. Uh, and I actually vaguely remember this premise. I don't really remember the episode that much, but I remember the premise, which is the camera that takes a photograph of the future, which sounds like a fun Twilight Zone premise. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know this one. It's I, not ringing a bell. I'm def- but it does sound like a fun one. Yeah, I'm definitely a game for And it sounds like it's not going to be about nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is called A Most Unusual Camera. Uh, the description here. Uh, when three unintelligent crooks get a hold of a camera that takes pictures of the future, they set out to make a quick fortune with their new toy. That sounds like fun. Like if we, if we get like three funny characters who are like bickering about what to do with a new camera that tells the future, I think this mm-hmm. could be a really fun 25 minutes. I have been really loving in this season how Rod Serling has been like introducing himself where like the camera pans over and he's mm-hmm. just been in the scene the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's cute. I like yeah. the way that it's been going throughout I, the season. I feel like his opening, like, the spiel is getting later and later in the episode. Like, it's because this one, mm-hmm. it felt like there was, like, a good five minutes of scene before Rod Selling finally walked in and started talking to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so definitely... I think today he, he, like, did, or today, this episode he did the, uh, submitted for your approval. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I liked at the end. When, when he's... Something, you know, what people say when they are doing an impression of him yeah when uh he's doing the outro at the end he uh does the uh uh today he got a a round trip into the twilight zone he did like a sort of because he he went and came back (laughs) i don't know i like that little little play on words yeah uh you know i mean the the episodes for season two have been um there haven't been a lot of great ones. There have been a couple of great ones, I think. I mean, like, there's, there's, it's been a lot of okay to mediocre, and then there's been Eye of the Beholder. Right? A couple of standouts, though. But, um, I mean, I think Sterling has been peak. What's, what's the last one? Oh, Nick, <laughs> of the Nick, game. Nick of Time was pretty good. Okay, there's been two There's been two good episodes, right? Yeah. We're, we're, I mean, this was episode... Was this episode nine? Yeah. Oh, shit. So, we're nine episodes then. There's only been really two good ones. I mean, there's been some okay ones, but... That's that's not a great ratio so far this season. 
Coming. No, we've had two that we really liked, I mean, and I think the rest have been like, I don't know, if we have to do another top ten, yeah, unless it get unless it improves, like we might struggle. <laughs> yeah, it may end up in a top five. But if you, if you if you compare this to the first nine episodes of season one, and think about how many good episodes we had at, up to, at that yeah, point, yeah, we were pretty positive in the beginning of season one. I, I think season one, the first nine episodes, there was like maybe one week episode like out of nine. Whereas this this season, it's like there's two good episodes out of nine. That I mean, don't get me wrong, one of those is one of the best episodes of the entire show. So I mean. There's a curve. I like the Captain Kirk one also. That, that, that one's good. That one was really good. That, no, that one is really good. That is definitely the second best episode so far. But like, I mean, Eye of the Beholders, like, you know, like everyone's got that in the all-time list. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully uh, this next one's fun. It sounds fun. Um, we know we've got a lot of great classic episodes still to go. So it's not like we're worried that it's all going to be just middling no. from here. But it, we're in a bit of a slump overall with season two so far, yeah. I think. So... All right, uh, so we'll find out about the unusual camera next time, but this has been episode 9 of Twilight Zone Season 2. Let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. You can like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at Mail underscore Fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show, how can you do that, Tara? You can check out our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash TV. Donating as little as $1 per month will get you a bunch of bonus episodes of other shows we do. So if you like sci-fi, you can check out our science fiction movie show which is the ace the atomic cinema experiment and there's a back catalog of transfer saga films and <laughs> <laughs> time cop yeah. dash dread and this is the uh, the bonus the science theater worthy episodes <laughs> yeah the, the, the back catalog she's referred to as the as the the bonus episodes on patreon the back catalog yeah. of the regular podcast is bigger and has more interesting well or more important films maybe is the best way to phrase it films that you've probably seen yes films that you've heard of (laughs) (laughs) but but the bonus episodes that are exclusive to patreon are the the quirky little things that might be interesting that you've forgotten about Joe's in there too yeah and also time cop and also time cop yeah (laughs) i feel like every so often we give the patrons like one really good one just like, hey, that, you really get your money's worth of this one. <laughs> you got Time Cop. <laughs> you got a two-hour discussion on Time Cop. I, I love that we love Time Cop so much we talked about it for two hours. Oh my god, I know, right? <laughs> I love it. I love that that's how much we care about Time Top. Anyway, uh, that is uh, that's us. That, so thank you very much for watching or listening once again. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys, in the Twilight Zone. <laughs>